Bonjour, bonjour. I, that's all I know. I can't. I wish I could do the whole intro in French, but I can't. Welcome. <laughs> this is Clash. Fire. The sibling Rivalry Podcast. Uh, this is episode six. I am one of your hosts, Night Hoot, and with me, as always. It's your boy, Tez. What's good, y'all? I thought I caught him sleeping. No, nah, I was looking out my window because there's this, like... <laughs> A bird. Oh no, he's okay. No, I see what's going on. It was a dude parking in front of my house to deliver something to someone else's house, but the way he was parking in front of my house, or maybe he is coming to my house. The fort. We're good. It's it's false alarm. <laughs> just just ignore me. Sorry. I I pod right next to my window, so like anything that happens outside of my window is like very. Um, it catches my attention. You we are say. experiencing your ADD firsthand. Yeah, like. Maybe being by a window wasn't the best idea, but we're good. This is episode 66. This is Clash, the sibling family podcast. We welcome you back for another week of uh, anime, gaming, and pop culture, and whatever the hell else we decide to talk about. Whatever. Um, I have some things up here at the top that I want to talk about. Uh, I want to get your opinion on. Uh, so was good. I guess it was last week we talked about... Um, the release of uh uh super i'm correctly calling it's super is it super mario all-stars 3d um i keep attaching this <laughs> now i, think now I actually there. don't know but probably that would make sense because all of those games are super mario well uh i we talked about that last week and the, the reason i'm about to bring up this topic is because you at least i don't know if you were as vocal on the show but i know just talking to you over time you've been very uh, vocal about the analog camera control yes um and how camera control yeah how super mario 64 was handled uh the camera control was handled on the ds mm-hmm. um so i found this article that was basically saying like oh a a good uh super mario 64 part part port already exists on the nintendo ds and i'm like which is true are we really going to pretend like that's the best port there could be? Yeah, it's it's not at all. <laughs> I mean, it is a good port, don't get me wrong. Like, I had fun with that game. And it's actually, um, I believe they made the graphics better and they added three playable characters. They added Luigi, Wario, and um, Yoshi as playable mm-hmm. characters. So, um, And I think, like, some secret levels, too, or something like that, which is cool. And I don't think those are in the Switch version. I think the Switch version is just a straight-up port with, like, probably modified controls um so i'm not mad at the ds version it's just i i want to play on my tv i'm not and like i put the ds here, version away a long time ago here's my thing is that because i don't remember because when the 3ds came out i immediately tried to hop on that bandwagon because of the addition of that weird c stick oh yeah the, um, the camera so that was the new 3ds by the way the old one so the the version that this Mario's uh Super Mario 64 came out on the DS did not have anything but the one analog stick, correct? Yeah, this this was the OG DS, like the very like the gray clamshell small screen first so stylus DS. So the camera was controlled by what? Touchscreen. Okay. Yeah. You either had to bust the stylus out or just like I would use like my left thumb to just kind of reach down there and like press the screen. Okay, because I'm trying. That's what I'm, I was struggling to remember because I'm like I don't remember it being 
like the best experience <laughs> yo think i think about the ds all the time and how we just use those stylus controls for every single game like it was nothing mm-hmm. i would never do that today <laughs> like because you do like you do get used to it but it was also i remember being annoying when uh it like wasn't when the stylus wasn't like a full mechanic in the game you have to and put it's it just away like take this, it out put it away take it out yeah it's just like <laughs> this weird side additional thing that they like added a couple of features for but like just for example like phantom uh legend of zelda phantom hourglass yeah. used the stylus to very walk. well yeah yeah to do everything really you never put it away while you're playing right so it's like you don't feel you didn't feel like it was uh fumbly. yeah fumbly. yeah there you go so i just wanted to bring that up because i'm like i don't care that this port already existed on ds yeah and i have I'm that glad, version and i beat yeah, it already <laughs> same here i'm glad that it actually came to the switch yeah. uh because you know you kind of want your full control to experience this game and we especially haven't played full screen who, in years we right and especially years. those who have, are experiencing it for the first time mm-hmm. so that's my biggest thing exactly how do you feel about them not um upresing it though well i mean they probably upresed <laughs> it but not like touching the the actual graphics or whatever well not not to Is have lazy uh, well, i was gonna say not to have them come down on the people that you know because we talked about before how there's like you can find videos of super mario 64 rendered in unity yeah and it looks amazing because yeah. like the water effects in that game are decent but seeing them like up in unity like make like seeing the rain pouring on mario yeah. and, and it like pelting down like if it was like, a ps4 game yeah it was crazy so it's like seeing that and knowing that that's a like can exist mm-hmm. kind of makes you sad that there's like just a smoothing of polygons I was say, I in just, this version i don't even to i don't even need it to be like realistic or anything i would just like it to be less polygony less triangular yeah, and rounder yeah <laughs> um but yeah grass I'm texture not, you feel me? it's not something that i'm gonna like actively keep complaining about it's just mm-hmm. kind of like i saw it i was like oh like, but dang. you know but, sunshine looks great yeah. galaxy looks great so i'm like it, it's fine because you know that's what it looked like it looked worse than that when we played it so that's true now it's n- like go n- ahead now nintendo when y'all come out with this twilight princess and wind waker remaster a couple things one it better be the twilight princess and wind waker remasters i don't want the old butt looking gamecube and wii versions i don't want those and secondly wind waker better have the option to uninvert the stupid camera stick because i went back and played the gamecube version and you literally have to play with an inverted camera and it sucks so two things nintendo two things i I want you to heed actually i since i played a lot of like flying games growing up i'm used to that like camera inversion makes me want to throw my controller (laughs) you just have to think of it like i used to think of it it's like okay the stick is on the back of their head it's like a scooping motion so it's like if you go to scoop you're kind of gonna like pull down and tilt down or you might push up and you think you have to just think of the stick as like moving like attached to the back of your head Yeah, yeah yeah And it's like, if I push the stick up, I'm going to go down. Uh, if I pull the sk- stick down, I'm going to... You think of a plane. Uh, like, you pull down to go up. You push to go f- down. Uh, so, <laughs> I've, I've never fly, flown a plane before. 
<laughs> I don't plan on it. Uh, but yeah, so I I'm I'm fine. Uh, this article I was just weird because it's like yeah. it came out like Friday, and I'm just like, what are you trying to do, bro? Like, what what is the purpose? Yeah, of why this is article? he? Why are they? Whoever wrote it, why are you being like, um, was it elitist? Is that the word? I don't know. But like, it's like it's like already would, an HD rematter. I would have like like so much more respect if they were like this should be played on 64 only. I would be like, okay, I get your purists. Oh my god! But this is worse. like some kind of weird like <laughs> middle ground like, but. It was kind of good, guys. And this I'm is like, a DS right. lover. This is someone whose favorite console is the Nintendo DS. Yeah, it's like the Switch version existing. It's not going to take away from this version existing. It it already yeah. exists. So, and if I don't you know. still want to play it on your DS, you're still only going to have one way to play on your DS. So like, Maybe they're just trying to get the the buff off those clicks because it's in the zeitgeist right now. So that could be. They're going to be like 64 Nintendo or Mario 64, and we click on this, yeah. and they get clicks from it. So. For sure just wanted to bring that up uh one other thing uh just read very very quickly because <laughs> I, mm. I was like reading this article and i'm like what is your point what is your point <laughs> um but so there was an article since you're kind of farther into rewatching Korra now than i am mm-hmm. uh there was an article about uh the how Korra is it might hit its audience differently being that the year is 2020 uh, versus when it was actually made mm. um and they were just speaking specifically about like the political agendas of the villain uh and i think which correct me if i'm wrong is it here okay yeah yeah um and his like change change is literally the name of that season which is <laughs> which is funny because it's, it's like i guess they're talking about his motives of like so he's the bad guy we should be against him but but he's like thanos he, type of bad guy yeah he's preaching uh he's preaching like a regime of like toppling he just wants freedom. monarchs yeah yeah basically freedom so it's everybody. just like how do you feel about do you feel that um it's easier to align i guess with the the antagonist i say this all the time zaheer is my favorite villain in all of avatar the same for the same reason <laughs> thanos is I think like the great, the best villain in all of the Marvel movies. Um, it's just he's super relatable. Like he's not actually a bad person. He's just he just happens to be on the opposite end of the protagonist. I think that's right. all it really is. And and I think his motives are valid. Like he he because I mean, do you? Uh, I don't want to interrupt you, but do, do do you think it speaks to like a a? It shows the. Uh, what's the word i'm looking for the immaturity of our hero like Like i feel like it absolutely puts a spotlight because it's like okay clearly the hero's not as old as zaheer they haven't gone through zaheer's experiences right um and you know they're uh, being born the avatar it's kind of like you're already born like the people are born on your side right right so it's like you're going to fight for what the people want because or you're going to fight to protect the people because that's what you think you're supposed to do. But right. you're not the hero's not taking the time to understand where Zaheer is coming from. Right. I, yeah, I think I can agree with that for sure. And it's like I see what you're saying now. Kind of maturity. It's like I think naive is also like a, a way to put it, too, because like she and even though she is kind of older that by that point, I think she's like 20. She still like is kind of. I guess close-minded just mm-hmm. like you said because she hasn't been through 
like Zaheer's like 40 I think or something like that so he's been through like way more in his life and he's seen more so yeah. he has a different perspective and he was sitting in prison thinking about all this stuff for a while exactly yeah um so I don't know I just I think he's a really amazing villain a really well executed villain I think the best villains always are the ones that you can relate to they're complex yeah exactly. that's what I was gonna say are con- does this mean that complex villains are also always best villains I think so um, and it- don't don't even i'm not gonna get started now but that's more the reason why core is better because three out of four of the villains are complex and the only villain in last airbender is just a generic evil dude uh, i'm gonna take and over I, the world i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go into it but i think that's all also fills my argument of why core is such a mess yeah. versus because last airbender to me is like a perfectly complete story where Cora mm-hmm. is just like let's have all these uh these lines that some of them just go nowhere and you get no resolution on them um, wait what don't and... you think you get resolution on we'll get into that because i'm oh, not okay. finished my rewatch so. okay yeah because i think <laughs> that's each why season, we can't have this argument yet <laughs> each season i think is a hard start and finish maybe besides the no even the very last one yeah i think each yeah, season but... is its own contained story we'll get into that romance that comes out of nowhere oh <laughs> Because, you know, women are so desperate that yeah. we can't, when two men turn us down, we automatically become a lesbian. But whatever. We'll <laughs> nah, go into she, that later. She was finding herself. She was still young. She was finding It makes herself. no sense. They, they shouted right. out Cora for Pride Month. It's confirmed. <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's written okay. into her character. We'll get into that another time. Because <laughs> now the fire is boiling. I might. I, the reason why I'm slowed down on Korra is because my friend stopped, like, just stopped watching it. Oh, and real. he didn't say that. He didn't say that, like, I'm done with it. Like, I'm bored. He was just like, I'm not in the mood, so I got to come back to it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I might just have to finish watching it myself. So How that far did I you can get? have this argument. Uh, At least to season three. Oh, so we're. So I don't have spot, much left. Pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Um, but anyway, so we'll get into that another time. But I just thought that was interesting because I'm like, yeah, sometimes shows, sometimes shows are just ahead of their time. I'm not, I don't yeah. think Cora was, but uh, sometimes th- uh, they fit the current uh, pop culture a little bit better than when they were originally made. Right. I think, and I think you probably more so than me aged in accordance with when the sh- shows actually came out because when Korra first came out I didn't see it obviously and I was only like I was I don't even know if I was it would have been a teenager then I, I might I have think been a you young were, teenager I, I feel like I was watching Korra at like the end of high school into college exactly yeah so exactly so you were 17 when Korra was 17 and you were probably yeah, 12 when Aang was 12 you know what I mean like I don't no. I don't know yeah, the exact see, difference I, when I they don't came think out, I was but... that young I don't think I was that young I okay. think I was like a lot older than Aang okay when i watched ang so but we'll figure that out when we when we get there we'll profile all that yeah exactly um but yeah so other than that uh what did you get up to this week um so there's two two things one main thing i saw you i saw you i saw you it was like a weeknight it was like 1 30 i was like this mofo's playing avengers yeah (laughs) he needs to go to bed (laughs) i definitely was (laughs) um but no yeah that's the main thing i want to talk about so i got avengers um, I actually beat it already. I beat it last yesterday. Um, the wow. main story that is, um, and it, a few. It, there's a lot to get into. Like I really don't even know where to start. Um, so I guess I will just start with the story mode. So 
um they kind of break the game up into two things so from the start menu when you first log in you can jump straight into the end game multiplayer and it even warns you like that there's story spoilers or you can go through this uh campaign um which is like what you would think of like a general campaign um and the campaign was surprisingly very good so if you haven't seen much of this game it's literally destiny with avengers characters um with a little bit of anthem in there as well um and and i say that from like a structural level so like if you remember anything about destiny where they had the tower the vendors the factions the the square quest the the even down to the way the cursor moves on the menu is like a straight up copy of destiny and then you just replace the first person shooter aspects with marvel characters and and third person action and you have this game um but the i say that to say the campaign was very surprisingly good like it wasn't amazing but to me when i finished it i was like okay that was because the so the main character is kamala khan or miss marvel Mm-hmm. and going through the campaign it actually felt like that could have been a miss marvel avengers movie you know what i mean okay um, so let me ask you this what is the price tag on this game 60 dollars. okay do you yeah. feel that the campaign is worth the 60 dollars? if you're a if you're a big avengers fan i would say so um okay so here's the thing with the campaign cutscene is really good it's very captivating i was into it the whole time um but because of the structure of the game that destiny structure the missions in between the cutscenes can be very kind of bland and repetitive and when i say bland and repetitive i just mean the mission itself like so the combat is fun um i think the best way to describe it is like good cutscenes split up by good combat in very bland repetitive environments and like mission tasks so all of the missions boil down to basically just like destiny defend this door while a robot opens it um stand in this capture point and don't let the enemy stand in the capture point or just kill all the enemies in the room that's so literally that, that all could, you do that could almost be you could almost relate that to like monster hunter because there's a lot of like yes you open a map okay and there's gonna be go get these eggs go no, get this yeah, sort cooking of. material like yeah, kind of, of it kind of starts like that at every single map you open it's okay so it's not really like where's monster hunter those are kind of there's a lot of side quests and stuff like that mm-hmm. but this game you kind of load onto a big map there will be side objectives on the map like tre- mm-hmm. like if you remember the open world from destiny like like i said just like destiny there are treasure chests laying around that you can find there are elite like an elite monster you can kill for loot um mm-hmm. hostages you can free so those will be side objectives, but then there will always be a waypoint leading you to the main objective, which will have like actual story, like characters talking or a cutscene might happen or um, characters might be talking to you in the background or through your intercoms or whatever. Um, so it's like always some kind of, I guess, lore being given to you. Um, and there's always that kind of banter between the characters, obviously, because like they're avengers so they got to be telling jokes and stuff like that um so all that's there um but i I do think overall it's enjoyable i think they nailed the one thing which i think is important to this type of game which is really good moment to moment gameplay like the combat is really satisfying i think it's really fun um it's enough to obviously get me through the campaign and keep playing afterwards um the heroes i think feel good um i think I think they feel really good most most of all and they feel distinct enough um so they do this kind of clever thing with the controls where everybody has the same controls but 
the controls do different things so like everybody has a light attack a medium attack an intrinsic ability an aim and a throw um but depending on the character and the context those buttons will actually perform differently if that makes sense okay um and and i think i think first of all thor i think thor is by far the best feeling character like they <laughs> they nailed the hammer like it feels if you remember uh the axe from god of war like how good that felt to like yeah. throw it and call it it feels just as good as that um if not better so i think they hit That's all of the hits hear. feel really weighty like you hear the ting like ting like when his hammer hits stuff um so all right where's my standalone thor game no i'm just playing they could (laughs) no so that's the other funny thing so the flying in this game there are two characters that can fly thor and iron man Mm -hmm. and it seems so like like they handle flying really good but it's like how was there ever like why was it so hard to make a superman game like flying is not obviously (laughs) not that hard to do because like so many games are like anthem is doing it now uh avengers does it now so it's like why is why was flying so hard for you guys but that's a different topic um but yeah i think uh iron man felt good iron man kind of felt like a knockoff anthem character i'm not gonna lie um but when you get into building it makes sense because you think about they're just they're both just people in in mechs yeah exactly yeah so um so i'm not too mad at that he felt good for in the context of the game um black widow is kind of like a brawler she plays just like batman from arkham knight or arkham um all the arkham games um similar kind of with cap except you can like throw his shield and it'll bounce off of stuff um hulk is like your brute like he he just runs around and he just he's meant to be like the always in 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 the action melee character um and then who else am i missing oh yeah and then miss marble obviously has the the stretchy arms um so so it's like basically you kind of go in the campaign kind of you switch between the different characters which is good and bad like it's bad because um this is not really a spoiler but at the end of the game it forces you to play as a character that or it forced me to play as a character that i did not play well actually i couldn't have played it so it forces you to play as a character that it doesn't let you play during the campaign at all so basically as you play the characters you get skill points levels gear all this stuff to make them better you get to make a build with them like build out their skill points to unlock their abilities so the game forces me to play this character at the end of the game that I had not been playing for the entire game. So he has like no <laughs> ability. So he just feels butt to play as. And I'm like, I just want to play as Thor, but the game won't let me play as Thor because it's like yeah. a story moment. Um, I hate that in games because it's like, you know, there's a bunch of games that start you out with your full powers. This game does that. And then they like, Strips and then you. a cutscene happens. And yep. then, yeah, and then you're, you're bare boat. And you're like, yep. why did you even let me feel that? Yeah, this game does that for sure. <laughs> First mission, you play as every hero with all their skills unlocked. Second mission, it's like, back to square yeah, one. <laughs> it's like, yes, you can get it back. But it's like, I don't want to, I want to like feel the growth. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I've been stripped and I'm like getting back. To it, yeah. yeah, like I'm on a revenge revenge quest or something. <laughs> um, but no, once so once you beat the campaign, you un- you have all the heroes unlocked. You can just play as whoever. Um, so I've been kind of maining Thor. And one other like negative point about the game is that they don't mm-hmm. let you play. So you can play up to four people co op, and you can play with either randoms or your friends. But they have it to where you can only play only one hero. One of each hero can be on a team. So like there are no duplicate heroes on a team. So if somebody okay. you and if you and your friend happen to play the same hero, like you're kind of just out of luck. Like one of you is gonna have to take somebody you don't want to play as. I'm um, fine with that. 
yeah and then same as same if you're playing with randoms like somebody might already be on your character so you would just have to pick another character because i just get that always causes confusion for me if they're a duplicate yeah oh, okay i tend to look at the other <laughs> really I have problems like that <laughs> i feel you. um i have one nagging question What's um up? so okay uh let's just give a hypothetical let's say you've already beaten this game mm-hmm. um let's say i wanted to pick up and play with you uh mm-hmm. what is there do you know if like do i ha- is there some type of story tutorial i have to go through in order to be able to play with you or can i just jump in so it as depends a, as a new player if you wanted me to play story mode with you because you're uh further back in the story than me then it's no problem you can just invite me to mm-hmm. whatever like so, so there are certain missions you can't play with people like you have to play them solo for story purposes but then there okay. are missions where you can play co-op and at that point you could just invite me to play the story with you or if you didn't want to jump into the story right now because you want to play that on, on your own or whatever you could just start the game click on the second option which is just hop straight into the in-game multiplayer um, and everything scales with your level. So when I say in game, it's not like everything super high level or anything. It just scales to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would just start that and then we could just hop in each other's party and just play whatever mission from there pretty much. Okay. Um, so it's pretty accessible, I think, in that way. Um, and like I said, everything scales. So it's like you could come in as a level one. I could just hop in your game. And then um, on top of the scaling, there's also combat difficulty. So you can choose whether or not to give the enemies like more HP and stuff like that and more damage um, if you want. Um, One thing that's weird, though, is that you don't seem to get any better rewards. Like it's just for like a personal challenge type thing. So Mm -hmm. um, me being someone who like has to go for efficiency, like I just play on the (laughs) easiest difficulty so I can just run through (laughs) stuff and get loot. but yeah, I mean, it's pretty accessible. Uh, one other negative is that none of the loot... Uh, so I, you didn't play Anthem, right? No. For like a hot... Like I played the, the beta, I guess. Okay. Whenever it came out before the game actually came out, I played that. So the Anthem comparison is that none of the loot is really exciting at all. Like... <laughs> So first of all, the loot doesn't show on your character. The only way to change your character's look is through skins, which you unlock through either microtransactions or just playing the game. Um, And that's a good thing. The game doesn't feel like you ever have to pay real money if you don't want to. Like it's it's pretty balanced, I think, to give you constant rewards. Uh, You can get skins if you want. Because I'm like, when you're saying it doesn't, the loot isn't exciting. I'm like, that sounds like division. Yeah, just like that too. Except at least with Division, you can see the changes on your character. These are literally in Marvel Avengers. It's literally just a block with stats, um, and like you, it doesn't change the way you look. It, it, but they do have like modifiers and stuff, obviously. And like, there's all these elements in the game and stuff like that. Like it's a, it's it's Square Enix, you know what I mean? So it's a it's a really mm-hmm. good uh, RPG wise, and they're really good with the stats. It's just I think I personally don't like it when games detach the visuals from the stats like i like the gear to change how i look um right so it 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 can be kind of uninteresting to see like a legendary pop out and it's like okay i put this on it's just gonna replace the other stat block that was in my inventory that doesn't really like there's no visual feedback i guess um so that's probably the other negative thing and then aside from that like i said it's just i can see where it would be super repetitive um they did announce that there's going to be like a raid type of in-game activity coming. And the only thing I can say about that is I hope they 
don't just rehash the same missions but make it harder i hope they're like so in the story there are these huge set piece moments and really cool boss fights with mechanics and stuff and i hope they can incorporate that into the co-op in some way they probably Um, will i think that would be really cool um and i also think a really cool idea would be for them because they're they plan on like slowly introducing new heroes like hawkeye is first and then black panther and then um spider-man is coming at some point um so i thought it'd be cool if they would like bring in the villains associated with those heroes and make them some type of like boss character or something like that i think that'd be really cool but um it's an interesting game like i'm 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 still having fun with it for the moment but i don't know how I honestly don't see myself leveling up more than one character. Um, like I might dip back in when like Black Panther and Spider Man and stuff drop, just to see what they feel like and see what they play like, and because they're free, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, aside from that, I don't know how. I don't know if this has like the legs to to and the and the like stay around yeah to stay without, around for a while without a lot of additions yeah and like i think don't get me wrong i think it'll have its core fan base like all these games do like there's still a very small group of people that play anthem still yeah. and this being the marvel name i think it has that much more people so um i think they're on to something and if they just build on it right i think they'll probably be good but um yeah that's kind of my review of avengers um Pretty Do you solid think this game. could be applied to a DC uh, style oh, game? Absolutely, I I definitely think it could. Um, I, I mean, what what? I guess it would be Justice League or or. Yeah, um, it could be a little bit. I guess it could be a little bit more intimate because uh, they haven't really. Well, I mean, they have done the big like apocalyptic style mm-hmm. uh, entity, but it's not i guess it's, i'm trying to say it's not as frequent in dc for mm-hmm. it to be like that yeah. um it might be at the scale of like the demolition of a city right a large city but i'm like they they take on the global threat like here and there but mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't seem as frequent as it is in marvel yeah oh yeah and the anyway, other, it would be interesting the other thing uh, last thing i wanted to say is like this is just an avengers thing in general why does thor even need a team because like, he needs someone. We clearly saw what happens. Thor when and Hulk don't need anybody else. But I mean, They're you see what OP. happens <laughs> what, when when they don't have heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when Thor doesn't have the the force behind him of like a bunch of people caring, but he turns so into a, a terrible slob. And he's the same so with OP. the Hulk. The Hulk turns into an uncontrollable monster when he doesn't have some type of humanity to tie him down oh my god yeah that's true so i mean like you've always got to have some sort of balance when you have an op character yeah he is op though like there's a this is a slight spoiler but there's a scene where he just flies out into space with like Mm -hmm. no suit or nothing and he just like he saves the day in a way but it, I'm just like Thor is so OP. Like, because I think there's a lot to be said. Like, if you follow the cinematic universe, there's a lot to be said for the fact that like his world now kind of doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So it's like his people are scattered yeah, yeah, yeah. and limited, and That's so true. like he needs that drive behind him, or else he's just gonna become like a useless god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have on Avengers for today. I will keep you all posted if anything, anything new comes up, any new new events or anything. Um, we shall see. I really don't know how I feel though about this game. Like, I don't know if I would have preferred this to be a regular co op game or to be this type of loot game. I'm really not sure. 
Um, but I'm also kind of biased towards these type of loot games. Like I tend to mm-hmm. always play them, <laughs> like no matter what, even if it's for a short amount of time. It's the same. Yeah, I same says for me in like Warriors games. Yeah. It's like I don't care what skin you overlay this mechanic yeah. on. I I just like the mechanic. Yeah, so. I like the 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 grind and the the loop. Yeah, if you will. Um, but then other than that, um, one other thing I did, I finished Baki, um, and it finished rather anticlimactically. Like <laughs> it was like, oh, this is the fight you've all been does. waiting for, and yeah. then they were like, nope. <laughs> not this season guys so i don't know if it's supposed to keep going or, or if that was the hard ending um but i i definitely did want to see that fight um and the fight was baki and his dad it's not really a big spoiler but they kind of allude to it the entire show but then they just no it's gonna be out. like it's gonna be like uh haikyuu is right now where it's like this season like you used to get like maybe like two three matches per season mm-hmm. um with like some uh, training and some like upgrade power upgrade yeah. <laughs> type episodes in between but like this last season uh two seasons mm-hmm. has been one match <laughs> and you're like all right uh haiku how are you going to uh push this forward because we've literally oh, like geez. you're just like go into it and it's like you've been waiting for this match for forever yeah. but it's like now we're stuck in this match for forever Mad so maybe <laughs> the next season of baki will just be that fight i would be fine if it was just one hour long episode of just him and his dad fighting for the for the final season yeah <laughs> i'd be cool or an ova i'd be cool with that like I could but we're just I, like i don't know if anyone else who watches like you it's like how, we're just like how how are you still making this interesting <laughs> that's the that's the shonen thing match. right that's what they do yeah they don't they know what shonen drag out. it out <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it happens you know what i'm saying um because it's like yeah things that are happening in like half a second pass in like five minutes. yeah the old <laughs> shoot I, I tell you all the time how good one piece is at that Oh how my long God. they've been doing the the make one fight drag on for five weeks yeah. <laughs> somehow we gotta hear everyone's inner thoughts that are happening within a nanosecond yo the um, f- when when uh k was on here the fight we were talking about with a uh, kata curry in the in the cake arc that fight mm-hmm. that single fight had to be 10 episodes <laughs> if not more 15 maybe single fight it's a full opera it was insane Jesus. <laughs> it was crazy um but nah, hopefully they do show that fight eventually. But that's that's all I really got for that. Um, what you was up to this week? Um, I watched some weird movies and I played a game. Um, <laughs> so I'll talk about the game first. Uh, mm-hmm. So I finally picked up Subnautica. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is painfully exactly what I expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it is interesting and it is really pretty. Um, but yeah, it. This game very, very much like Raft, uh, just starts you off with nothing, mm-hmm. and it's like you're on a crash ship. You can't like you're able to. The ship is on fire. Uh, you put out the fire. Uh, you then you're able to look around you. You see like some modules on the wall mm-hmm. that look like they do things that are important, um, but they are like sparking and on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It's like you'll highlight and it'll be like, all right, it, this needs a repair tool. And you look in your inventory and you're like, I don't have that. Uh, 
So you're able to like climb out of the top of your ship and you look around and you see that your mothership has crashed uh, some distance away Wait, from you. Wait, are you an alien? No. Well, oh. you don't know what... You're assuming you're a human because you see you have two hands. Oh, okay. Um, you said mothership. That's what threw me off. Yeah, you're not on Earth. Oh. oh. Uh, they make that very clear. Oh, you're not okay. on Earth. I got you. Um, and so you see the mothership has crashed some distance away and all around the horizon is just water. Mm. Uh. And My so worst nightmare. it's like you literally just jump in the water and you just start figuring stuff out. You start collecting things. Um, mm. And then your AI uh, entity that is there to assist you uh, tries to fill in the gaps as you collect more things mm. um, on things you can craft. So right now it's just like just keep exploring the area around my ship. Mm -hmm. uh that i can like collect things and expand my inventory and so like right now there the ship the mothership that crashed uh it was normal it was like on fire for like a couple days and so i was like i have a fire extinguisher maybe i can like s swim onto it mm -hmm. and put some of these fires out so but as you get closer to the ship you start getting like this radiation warning <laughs> oh gosh and I'm like, okay, but I'm in like a suit, so I just kept swimming towards the ship, and it was like eventually I died from that. yeah from the radiation. So this is a first person back. game too. Yeah, this is I'm a first person that. game. So I had to start back, and then I'm like, okay, well now I clearly need a radiation suit, right? Uh, but that's not like an option. So I eventually gathered enough items that the suit became an option. So I'm working uh, on that to see if I can actually go to the mothership and maybe like collect something some things are there story me. bits coming out like as you explore and stuff like that yeah uh so like as you like so i noticed the ship and it's like you eventually craft this scanner and then basically it tells you that there's like no like life. intelligent life around you yeah. <laughs> so you're like great i'm here alone um and yeah like you're you're you get your own personal radio mm -hmm. operational um, and it tells you that it's like help is within like and then it gives like this nine 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 number. Oh god. <laughs> Basically just telling you that like help is nowhere near you. Yeah. Um and so but you still get like random radio transmissions every day mm. that I'm not sure where they're coming from, but they do somebody does know that the mothership has crashed. crashed. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that there might be some interaction if if somebody gets to me. Mm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's just a lot of question marks, uh, and it's all based around like I guess special things. Yeah, special things that you collect. What um, what uh, platform are you playing on? PlayStation. PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Yo, there's some mo crazy looking monster Jones in this thing too. Yeah, there's some wild because most of it's you know you're swimming. Uh, most of it's ocean, so there's some wild looking uh underwater creatures. The um, Reaper. Have you I met have not the seen that yet. Okay. No, the the scariest thing I've seen is like this walrus looking thing that like squirts like this weird like gas out of it uh, when it swims away from you. Ew. Um, and then these these fish that like when they notice you, they swim at you and like explode. Oh gosh! So those are like the things that I'm dealing with right now. The Reaper uh, looks like the Mister X of this game. <laughs> oh no so you got something so, yeah. to look for. i really to. do try not to swim around at night because um, <laughs> there are day night cycles in this game so yeah. it's like stuff like the the ocean glows at night yeah. and it's really pretty looking and so it's not too hard to like mm. navigate around at night but i'm just like i don't know this world What's i don't know what comes here? out at night so because you don't I've have weapons right to... Ye not really okay no not yet i'm assuming got you 
Um, so yeah, I just kind of like stay in my ship at night, uh, mm-hmm. during the night cycles and then craft or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll, I'm continuing to play that. I'll get back to that. Cause I was at a point where I was like, all right, I have a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll just look into that a little bit more later. Okay. And then I watched like three movies that were worth talking about. Um, mm-hmm. one, I can't remember if I talked about it, but I watched it like two weeks ago mm. it was called the binge it was on that. hulu you say you don't remember me saying that no i don't remember you saying that before okay so you know what the purge is right yes everybody knows what the purge is yes so the binge uh is a movie that takes place in it's like earth it's a mo- it's you know it's modern day except they've passed a law where alcohol drugs anything of that nature is illegal oh gosh except I know where for this is going. one day of the year oh gosh everybody just <laughs> and one day of the year heroin. everybody's allowed to just get completely ripped that's wild <laughs> and drugs and alcohol become legal as long as you're over the age of 18 yeah um so uh the the one actor of note in this movie is vince vaughn um mm. he plays the high school principal um mm. and as somebody who grew up on Vince Vaughn comedy uh, in my formative years, mm-hmm. I found it hilarious. Like, I found him to be specifically hilarious in this movie. Is this a comedic movie? Uh, yeah, it's okay. a comedy. Gotcha. And it's pretty good because um, you have you you basically have like a pretty tropey high school plot where uh, this kid is um, in love with this girl that he's basically best friends with. He grew up with her, but he's mm-hmm. like too nervous to 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 make it into a relationship Mm -hmm. that whole thing and so his mission of the of the movie is to uh ask this girl to prom Mm -hmm. um and so you have him his uh best friend uh this black kid that i've never i don't think i've seen him before but he was pretty funny in this movie okay um and then their third friend who they were friends with at one point but something happened to where they weren't friends with him Mm -hmm um like they had to distance themselves from him and then now they're kind of like reuniting that friendship so it's like these three kids uh that are they're of the age that they can participate in the binge but uh because their families are like so i don't want to say perfect but like kind of so perfect that they they like they're like every night on the binge yeah they skip it they're like we're gonna play board games and drink (laughs) root beer floats so his friend knows that he wants to go to prom with this girl, so his friend takes the liberty of drugging their parents to oh sleep my God. so that they can spend the night pursuing this goal. Um, and then also, and the black kid has the goal of like, there's this gauntlet, this tournament that happens every mm-hmm. year on the binge where uh, it's like they you create a team of four guys or four people mm-hmm. and you participate in this tournament that like at the end, if you survive it uh <laughs> you get to reign as like one of the the binge gauntlet king or something what? so like he wants this notoriety because like he's not going to college and so it's like he wants this like notoriety mm-hmm. um so it's like his mission is to get to the party to participate in this gauntlet so needless to say uh, a lot of weirdness ensues and of course, there's a lot of obstacles for them to get to their end goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recommend it was on Hulu. It was free, uh, you know, if you have Hulu. And it was pretty entertaining. So nice. um, I found it to be pretty funny. Cool, cool. Um, some up and coming comedic actors of note, I would say. Oh, okay. 
Um, and then I watched another movie called Sputnik. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a Russian movie, but it had that's English a satellite, subtitles. right? Say it again. That's a satellite. Yeah, it's a, it is the name of the satellite. I did okay. look that up uh, afterwards. But in this case, uh, it is just a movie about an astronaut who was on like a two man mission mm-hmm. in space in Russia, and something happens to where they have to crash land, and the astronaut is being held um, in a facility and they're not letting him go home. He doesn't know why. And they bring in this special uh, like psychologist lady uh, mm-hmm. to kind of figure out what's wrong with him mm-hmm. um, so that he can be released back into the general public. And okay. it does have an extreme, extreme sci-fi twist to it. Um, and all I will say is that uh three uh two people went up in space and three came back whoa uh that is all i will say whoa Um, we got doppler yeah and then the last thing that i watched uh was kind of garbage but uh i think it was worth mentioning because it was entertaining Mm -hmm. it was it was like uh transformers type thing oh okay just like so it was called attraction this yeah this was another russian movie um and it was dubbed over in english mm-hmm. um but it was called attraction and it, the funny part is that i found the sequel to this movie before i found the original <laughs> one so my friend is just like well there's two of them so they can't be horrible and i'm like I this mean, is a bad <laughs> yeah it's like this is a bad train of logic to follow yeah i was about to say i don't know um, if that's what that means but yeah so this is a movie where um an alien so they start out the movie by telling you that there's going to be this meteor shower Mm-hmm. And then you're swiftly cut to a scene where there is a alien ship in space, and it's a cool. This movie, I will give it. A, I'll give it a, so many props on its CGI. Like mm-hmm. for being a, a foreign movie, it has amazing CGI. Right. Um. And so there's it's this alien. It's this orb ship. It looks like an eyeball, uh, without the eyelids, but it's all Ew. metal. <laughs> um. And it's got these like two rings that kind of like orbit around it yeah and so the meteor hits one of the rings on the ship and it it kind of crash lands to earth Mm -hmm. um and then um you know immediately the military like moves in on this situation and like blocks everything off of course um but as the ship crash lands it like takes out like half the city as it like drags it's huge it like drags through the city and so our main character her best friend was on the rooftop of one of the buildings that got smashed. Oh. Um, so her and like her boyfriend and his gang of friends like are upset because they're like nobody's looking for the body. Right. Everybody's just focused on the aliens. So right. they go to the abandoned building and in the process of her like standing in her friend's old like half of her old room, mm-hmm. uh, one of the entities shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like it's so hard to describe uh what this thing looks like it it has the movement of like a gorilla yeah but it's a sleek like robot like almost like a xenomorph style like it's like this black and blue and white thing Interesting. and so like the movement of it it, it moves like in a jittery way like a squirrel yeah. kind of like really twitchy yeah um Very but you awkward. find out you find out that it's actually uh what looks like a human inside of a suit oh um like this high-powered suit and then so like the basis of this movie is that the aliens 
isn't really here to invade. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're more here out of curiosity, but right. it also hyper highlights how like our humans' immediate response to something like this is like threat. violence, threat, yeah, kill yeah. it, kill it with and fire. Then it, it it goes in a lot of different interesting places. Uh, like so, like water is like the aliens' main method for everything. Mm. It's like they can heal things, they can reconstruct. Like there's a ton of times where his ship, uh, gets like kind of nicked or like beat up and then mm-hmm. like it immediately starts absorbing all the water in the area and it it like fixes itself hmm. so it's like they kind of like water is like the basis for everything and then like you go on to learn that these aliens aren't even from another galaxy like they're from within our own the galaxy yeah. um so yeah it's it goes some interesting places there are some very tropey moments yeah in it uh as far as like romance and things like that but okay. as far as like the action and like the visuals of it it's pretty entertaining okay that's solid. so there's attraction and then there's also attraction invasion uh, <laughs> which is the second violent. attraction movie uh yeah it's a there's a i would say there's a lot more action in the second one okay um, but yeah so th- those are the only things that like i really watched this week i watched a terrible new what looked like an anime on netflix and then found out it was actually made in spain what was it yeah the original language was spanish um but yeah it was called like the the chronicles of Idun or something like that but it had like magic and stuff and then i started watching it and i was like this is terrible I'm trying to see if that it's on I've Netflix. Um, okay. it like it's like the first thing it's like recommended to me, and I'm like, no. What's no it called? Netflix. What's it called? It comes out this month. Um, Dragon's Dogma. Oh, that's the anime. Sweet. Yeah, I saw it. Tra- they dropped the trailer that. on there. Um, so yeah, that'll be cool whenever that comes out. Oh yeah, the the Dune Chronicles. Like, okay. If you it like, sounds familiar. If you E-Dune, like anime, like, you're saying E Dune edun like i-d-h-u-n okay but yeah uh if you're of my taste <laughs> to avoid it uh you <laughs> might like it if you are like a nine-year-old kid right right that's funny um, but yeah that's it cool cool um trying to talk about some some news some ps5 some ubisoft some skull and bones um i saw this i saw this yeah um so uh let's start with the ps5 showcase um not too much to say here just some uh, PS5 announced a showcase for next Wednesday, and uh, they're su- supposedly going to talk about feature updates on the latest titles from Worldwide Studios and their world-class development partners. Um, do you think they're going to give us the price? Is my main question. Do you because feel Xbox like they have the to? Be- yeah, I was like, do you feel like they have to now because Xbox did? Yeah. I- I think it's I'm going to give it a good 95%. I think the only the reason they were waiting was because they didn't want to go first. Cuz they they were I saw some other article too about like the PlayStation was about to be way overpriced until they they saw the Xbox price. Yo, and this so is, now they have a chance to not make that mistake. This is literally that level in Fall Guys, the the tip tip tap toe. Oh, oh wait, tip toe? Yeah, the one yeah. where you gotta like. <laughs> Nobody wants to go first. Everybody shoving each to, other to on the next that tile. tile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just grip people up on that level and push them Xbox, into the tile. Xbox is that guy that is like two tiles from the finish line Whee! and he jumps. He just jumps, <laughs> and it happens to be the one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I th- I think they have to. I think they should, and I think that the PS5 can absolutely not be more than five hundred dollars. Um, I think if it is, then that'll be their first problem. 
the first major problem, especially with a $300 Xbox. That's, um, that's a later news story, but that's, that's kind of crazy in itself. Um, yeah, but that's a disless one, right? Uh, yeah, it's disless. Um, so we will see what they talk about on Wednesday and probably report back on that next week. Um, and then the Ubisoft forward was also this past week, um, for September. And so they announced actually some really cool titles and some stuff I'm hype about. So I'll just go down the list here. First up, we got Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. Wow. And this is a ground up remake of the 2003 uh, Prince of Persia Sands of Time on PlayStation this, 2. This game oh. that I rented from Blockbuster. Mad times. <laughs> How did we not own this one? That's the crazy part. No, this one, I think I didn't. But the, the is a warrior within the or? remake where he had like the half dark on the cover. Like, yeah, like that one, dark. that one took me a long time. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know that I played that one, to be honest. I think I only I played I this one. It. Oh, just I'm looking at the trailer now, just seeing the the time rewind is so nostalgic. Like while he's running on the wall. Yes, oh, it's man. a very distinct period in my life. <laughs> yeah, and this this is apparently their first remake ever of any of their games. So that's kind of big. I think they made the right choice with this one. Um, I actually can't think off the top of my head of any other games that they should remake. Well, I'm like uh, the sequels, obviously. Yeah, yeah, the sequels too. That would be cool. Was there a third one? Or was that I the say, there was one I want to say there was Warrior Within and I want to say there was one with like Tower in the name. There might have been. The only other one I played was the one just called Prince of Persia that was like a cartoony not cartoony but it was like cell shaded reboot and you're fighting like the shadows and stuff. Right. I don't know if you remember you remember that one? Um I was looking for it the It was like shadows now. descended upon the land. Oh, the Two Thrones, I think, is the one that I'm talking two about. Two Thrones, yeah. So there was Sands right. of Time, Warrior Within, and then two the Thrones. Two Thrones. And then they rebooted um, with Prince of Persia. Yeah, and then there was the Prince of Persia trilogy. Mm. And then Prince of Persia classic. And then Prince of Persia, the Fallen King. <laughs> oh my god, there's a lot of Prince of Persia. I didn't yeah. know there was that many. And um, then there was the Forgotten Sands. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so looking forward to that, and that'll be out January 21st, 2021. Um, 1 21 And then um, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the Game Complete Edition, is coming back out. So I remember a lot of people love that game um, when it first came out. It's like a 2D... I want to say it's like a 2D it's like a beat em up. up Yeah, beat-em-up yeah. is the way to put it. Um, so that's cool for the people that like that. And then the next one I'm actually super hype about. This is a new IP. This is the game that used to be called um, of uh, Gods and Men or something like that. Gods and Mortals or something. And now they changed the, the title to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, oh, Gods and Monsters. Gods okay, and Monsters. I know what this is. Yeah. And this is basically Ubisoft's Breath of the Wild. Um, and it looks, really, <laughs> it looks really good. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's actually got like a... It's Greek mythology, which I love. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 got this kind of cartoony art style to it, which I really like. It's very colorful, um, just like Breath of the Wild. It's um, got like a you you say that, and I think this actually makes me think of Dauntless. Yeah, it does. As far as like the color and the the way things look, it does. I agree. Um, and it's got this. I don't know if you've seen any of the gameplay or, or anything, but it's got this very 
comedic tone to it, like lighthearted. Like the mm-hmm. the the narrators are Zeus and Perseus, I think, and they're like arguing with each other back and forth when they're narrating the game. Because I honestly, the, when I saw Gods and Monsters, I was like, that was kind of the only turnoff to me is that I was like, it looks just a little bit too young for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, maybe they've changed it enough. No, you should. I think you would enjoy it. Look, if you look at the gameplay, I think you would enjoy this because it looks very. I mean, it looks like Breath of the Wild, but yeah, with it looks like something I would play. I'm not <laughs> yeah. denying that at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you got all these big monsters in the world, and it, it's got that same appeal of like you climb to the top of the tower. Um, there's no waypoints. You just kind of look through your binoculars and say, "Oh, that looks cool over there. I'm just gonna go over there and see what's over mm-hmm. there." Um, so I like that type of game. So I will be interested. I hope they can get the story really well with this because that was one thing about breath of the wild is like i see a a somewhat intense character creator here yeah which (laughs) i like i like that you can customize your character um because i wasn't sure at first if it was like a you had to play as whoever this is um but it looks like you can make whoever you want which is cool no they've got green people yeah you can be whatever you want (laughs) i like that um so that's actually coming this year, December third, twenty twenty. Um, and I think I will be picking that up. What's that coming to? Um, you know? main consoles. Uh, I'm not sure if it's coming to Switch, but I know PS4 and Xbox. It is. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it came to Switch. It looks like maybe the Switch could handle it. Um, but yeah, that's Phoenix, or was it Immortals? Phoenix Rising, and then Riders Republic, which is like a, a bicycle game. Uh, we got Rainbow Six Siege, Sam Fisher, which we talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, Sam Fisher from uh, Splinter Cell is going to be an operator in Siege. Um, we got For Honor Resistance, which is crazy that there's still content coming to this game after so long. I guess it does have a fan base. Um, I played it for a little bit like when it first came out, and it, to be honest, the game wasn't really for me. Mm-hmm. Like it the third person aspect of it plus it being kind of like very MOBA-y was kind of like nah that's not really my thing um Just Dance 2021 obviously we get one of those every year Far Cry VR which could be interesting if you have a VR headset um ASOS a game of space I'm not really sure what this is but it's a space exploration VR game oh Um, Agos Agos did I say it wrong you said ASOS oh I said ASOS my fault Oh, it's um, it's literally just abbreviated. Oh, a, a game, game of, of space. space. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Why it's <laughs> that's funny. I like that. Um, so another VR title, um, Monster Prom Two, Monster Camp, which is I've, apparently Monster Prom is a popular indie game, and this is the sequel. Um, so set in a summer camp, players can make some summer memories with fun monster friends. Um, it reminds me very much of like a visual novel. Yeah. Um, so it sounds pretty straightforward. And then we got Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Red Patriot, um, which is DLC for Ghost Recon. Um, the Crew 2, Chase Season 1, which is a ra- their racing game. And um, that's kind of that's kind of it. So This is a weird mixture of things. Yeah. Um, well, Ubisoft in general has a weird mixture of games. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at that. And I'm, I'm glad that... Uh, the Phoenix Rising gameplay came out of this because uh, I'm really hyped for that, and the Prince of Persia remake as well. Um, so that is that, and I don't know if this happened at the forward or not, but uh, some new Skull and Bones info came out. Um, so 
basically the the game is in full development um with a bit of a change in direction or a change in vision um so i'm gonna read this and, and see what you think so um they were asked a question in an interview uh how do we moder- modernize or they're asked themselves this question sorry um how do they modernize the classic pirate fantasy how do they ensure more immersive world and visceral experience how can they create uh cool and memorable moments in game and uh they say more development time so that that's kind of their explanation for why the game is still ongoing and hasn't come out yet um and then the interesting part is where is it here furthermore it was said that it was it being skull and bones was also shifted away from the premium box model used by most of ubisoft's AAA franchises um That's and good. it's going to be more of a games of service model um and they want it to be an ongoing platform kind of like we were just talking like destiny avengers where you kind of they add on kind of free updates over time and also you know paid stuff in in game i'm sure like customizables and stuff but they really want it to be a platform an ongoing platform interesting um, how do you feel about that direction for this type I of don't, game i don't know um because i wanted to be more uh i guess story immersive because mm-hmm. that's one of the draw well one of the draws of black flag is the openness right mm-hmm. it's this giant giant map to explore right um and coming up on things and then the other thing is that the to me the story was very interesting because you kind of have this like weird dying breed of mm-hmm. occupation that uh you know can force it almost forces them to like cannibalize themselves at a certain point because it's All like right. if there are too many pirates uh, there's too much competition, right? Uh, you know, and and also in turn the the military that you're fighting against also grows because they want to combat you. But if there are too little pirates, mm-hmm. um, there are times when you need to band together and you need more people on your side. Um, mm-hmm. So it's to me, it's like an interesting world of story to be told there. Um, and I liked the original. Uh, I guess image that they were portraying where it's just like, you know, you're a pirate. Mm-hmm. Uh there are pirates that can be your friends, there are pirates that can be your enemies. Right. Um but overall like, you know, they didn't really give you like the main thing that you were searching for, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to give it a chance obviously because it's a game that been waiting for for a long time, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It gives me a little bit of hesitance um because it's like, why and, is everybody trying to do this games of service thing? Yeah, like, just like don't make, your make game. it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't make it so vague. Yeah. Um, but again, like we said, uh, what was it? They had lost their art director before, so I think so. Um, we'll see what this new vision turns into. As long as I get to fight a frigging kraken, That'd be I'll awesome. be okay. That'd be awesome. I'll be okay. Yo, I cannot wait for the perfect pirate game to come out, but it be One Piece. i just can't wait for that day because i know it's gonna happen i know it's it's gonna gonna happen it's gonna be the one you've always dreamt of but it's gonna have the one piece title attached to it and it's gonna be your only way to experience this type of game (laughs) this game this reboot when it comes out it's gonna be one piece they're gonna change the art direction they're gonna change everything it's just gonna be one piece they're gonna get the license and it's gonna be amazing. That's gonna be your intro into the series, Stop it. and you're gonna end up watching. Why would watching... you do this to me? You're gonna Why would end... you do this to me. <laughs> you're gonna. I've been end... <laughs> waiting for this for four years. Why would you do this to me? You're gonna end up catching up on all of One Piece through story cutscenes in the game. 
Well, I can do that because <laughs> I, I I will say, like, when I mentioned Warriors earlier, I'm like, I was going to say, would you play Pirate Warriors? I seriously stare at the One Piece Warriors games because uh, I'm like, I kind of want to play this. Yeah, I kind of really want to play too. this. I do, too. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, I'm not, like, I don't want this, that to happen to this, <laughs> but I totally am interested in playing the, the One Piece Warriors games. Like, that's one way that I could experience the story for sure. PS5 exclusive new, well, not new IP, but new pirate game. Sail the seven seas, create your own pirate bee, whoever piece, you want to be. Skull and bones. One piece, yeah. <laughs> oh my <One> god, <laughs> that would be amazing. That would make my my year. Oh man, that would be amazing. You just have to deal with all the bounty hunters that are coming for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. Um, I'm not getting into this with you. Stop it. <laughs> but they say we'll hear more about skull and bones in 2021. So we will we will stay posted on that and let you know. Um, and then next up, some more big news. We got uh, finally got a reveal for the Xbox Series X and Series S. The Series S was revealed itself, and then we got prices for both the X and the S. Um, so this. Did so, you see? Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Did you see this <clears throat> this imagery? Because I came across it briefly in some news where it's like, uh, looks like a great. Was it Phil Spencer? Um, was speaking i guess from the home office and it's mm-hmm. like somebody has highlighted and oh, zoomed in on the, the bookshelf yeah yeah i'm like who is staring? I saw that. <laughs> like, ah, people are so weird i know internet detectives yeah um but yeah so this the series x uh will be 500 dollars, which is surprising i thought it would be more um but they actually managed to get it down to 500 which i think is a really good move for them because now sony is they're like balls in sony's court and they either gonna make the the right decision or the wrong decision um and i just want to point out the amount of money that australia has to pay for a console 749 australian dollars is nasty how much is it in canada do you know uh i don't know actually what is that the same currency canada's money uh i don't even know what canada's money is i don't think they use euros they don't just use our dollars no okay um, all right i'll figure it out but go ahead okay because the second one is euros right the 450 yes yeah that looks like euros okay um but yeah series x is going to be 500 and it is really it will be released on november 10th and pre-orders will open on september 22nd so um no weird pre-registration like playstation is doing which is also another win for them um and then if we go down to okay it's 658 dollars in canada oh my god it's a little bit less than australia that's very unfortunate yeah that's very unfortunate same continent you guys same continent yeah (laughs) that's crazy i think it's because of taxes though like import taxes and stuff like that um which is kind of unfortunate but no it should no that's just like equivalent currency that's just the currency conversion so their currency is just weaker than ours yes because i know yes. australia to a game you have to pay like 70 or 80 dollars um but i don't i don't i don't know the exact reason why i don't know if it's just the currency or if it's like something else to do with it um but i'll briefly mention too with the series x uh there is a new xbox game pass ultimate uh and I think that might have been a thing already, actually. But uh, it's going to be $35 US a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also comes with EA Play for free. Um, and EA Play is obviously the same as Game Pass, but EA Games, all EA, EA Games. 
Um, so that's actually, I think, a really good deal. Um, probably, I'm sure, if you pay by the year, it's even cheaper. Um, so, yeah, unlimited games for only $35. Um, and then the Series S is going to be 300 US dollars, 500, <laughs> 500 uh, Australian dollars, which is insane. Um, and basically some of the specs of this uh, newly re- announced Series S. Uh, it's not going to have a disk drive. It's going to support 1440p at 120 frames per second output, which is really good. Um, it's going to support ray tracing, and it's going to include a 512 gig SSD. So not really a huge downgrade from the Series X um, yeah. in a lot of ways. I think the CPU may be slightly underclocked or a little weaker, and same with the graphics card. It might be a little weaker. It might be a little bit less RAM, stuff like that. Because that's what... That's this is what Pete, a uh, friend of the podcast, said was that this would essentially be a Game Pass machine. Yeah, and I was like, this might be an option for me, um, simply because of how I actually play and approach Xbox. But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, I do have a lot of Xbox discs. Discs, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of marries me to the more expensive model, which I'm not happy about. But, but you can, I mean, think about it like this: you'll. Putting your Xbox One disc into your Xbox Series X is just you're just gonna be playing backwards compatible games at that point. You know, what yeah. I mean? yeah. So it's like you but can I, always it, keep your one around for that. It if saves you me the it saves me the repurchasing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true as well. Um, and then um, there's one other thing I was gonna say about the Series S that I'm forgetting. Uh, also coming out November 10th. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I forget what I was gonna say, but yeah, it's got this. Do you know what this thing on the top is? Is that a speaker, like the weird, like cheese grater looking thing on top? I you you sure that's not just the fan vent to breathe? Because if is there you, no other fan on it? Oh, you don't have so you don't have an Xbox One. So the Xbox One, like mine, is laying on its side. It's not standing vertically. Mm-hmm. Half of that is venting. Yeah, they definitely um, go ham with the vents. So I'm assuming it's a vent. They never want that red ring to happen again, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, the, no. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say that's this. It, this Xbox is the Nintendo Switch is still three hundred dollars. I wanna, I wanna make that clear to everybody. Ten years <laughs> after it came out, um, and probably when this Xbox because drops, it it's adds va- the like it, there's value portability. It's insane. The value that. is so high. It's just Nintendo doesn't ever drop their prices on anything. But the value is so high. They dropped the Switch Lite specifically so they never have to reduce the price of the Switch. It's my favorite <laughs> console that I'm disappointed about. Wait, why are you disappointed about it? Because certain releases can't happen on it because it's not powerful enough. Oh, okay. But at the same time, it affords me so much value <laughs> yeah. that I'm not upset at it. We'll get the we'll get the Switch Pro. I think so. Because it's like, in reality, I should love probably my Xbox. The most? But, yeah, like, just for, as far as, like, Doubles as a space heater? <laughs> back, back compatibility. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, if I'm being realistic, but, it's, but it's, like, Switch has a place in my heart. If you need something to keep your heart, door open, you can just... You just gotta take your already if I want something to Xbox. turn on in the middle of the night and scare the <laughs> shit out of me. Yeah. Um yeah. Oh man, that's funny. To eat um, my disc. Yeah. But I I don't know if I already told you my plan, but my plan is 
they just put everything on PC now too, so I'm just gonna go that route. Oh jeez. I'm just gonna go that route. Um no need for I'm me not, to have a computer and a PlayStation and an Xbox. I'm not ready to commit to that life. But I don't my thing is though, I don't play like I don't play like a PC gamer, you know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not sweat about it. Like I'm still gonna plug in a controller and yeah. play my games like a normal human. But I'll buy a five hundred dollar box that I never have to upgrade in order to be able to play an exclusive once every year to yeah. six months. <laughs> I mean, hopefully I don't have to upgrade it for the for seven years. Like that's my goal. Um I mean I I have a laptop right now, so whenever that dies, I'll probably get a, a actual tower. But hopefully when I get a tower it'll be good enough to last me for like, you know, a whole generation. But you know, um, my mine will be a trade in uh version when the slim version comes out. Yeah, the Xbox SS. And I'll trade it in to get the cheaper version. Yeah, I feel that. Uh two years into the lifespan. My mistake with the Xbox One was that I bought it three times just for Halo and sold it all three times. <laughs> because it was never worth just for Halo. <laughs> I was like, why did I do this? Uh I kinda I did that. Um but I also did it for uh Sea of oh Thieves. Gosh. Uh no. What? Uh uh what other was it Dead Rising? Was it Dead Rising? You bought an Xbox just for Dead Rising? Well, and Halo. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm trying to think, because there were a couple games at the time that they I couldn't got, get like, on two PlayStation. Exclusives. <laughs> um, but yeah, and to play with people that, because a lot of people that I know, or not a lot, but more than I would like, only Xbox. own Xboxes. So yeah. yeah, one of them, I think last year converted to a playstation but he just has both but it was just it was also at his detriment because he then couldn't pay his bills later that month so it's like that was a terrible yeah bad timing but anyway on that one uh but yeah series s and x coming november 10th um and then i don't think we talked about this before um we talked about this off mic i think um, but Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Yeah, is... I texted you about this, like yelling, is this a thing? Yeah. So is this real? <laughs> this is a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Um, they always reference the Age of Calamity when Calamity Ganon or whatever came and ruined everything. Um, you're basically going to play through this. This is going to be a like a Dynasty Warrior style game, um, kind of like Hyrule Warriors. And you're you're basically going to play through those events from the past um from uh, Breath of the Wild. i finally get to be that asshole what is that bird's name oh um who's the bird what is that bird's name i know the shark seed on that's my guy oh yeah he's the best he's dope who's the bird though the bird that teaches you how to like root root uh it starts with an l Rivali. Rivali. i finally get to play is that asshole for yeah did you you, <sighs> you didn't like Rivali? He's such a smart ass. Yeah. He like is. his he he's the only one that's like super not encouraging when you're trying to get through the temple. Yeah, he's like, he's talking like you down to hurry you. up and get there already. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like all the other ones are like, you, you carry the true warrior spirit. Yeah. You can do this. My and Gorn he's boy. just like he's like, You haven't beaten him yet? Yeah. And you're that's like, funny. ah. He's so like stuck up. So yeah, I I, I love I love that. Yeah. I mean, This'll be cool. I really like the breath of the wild art style for this and just like the whole different aesthetic because it, it i think it it does look a little bit different than uh hyrule warriors the original one so um, yeah not really you don't think so 
Um, it's like the difference between Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's not a huge difference. It's not huge, no. Not it, at all. it doesn't, you know, the proportions of the characters are pretty much the same. It, it's just a different, uh, like, like it's art a different style. Sk- yeah, art style, like, or Hyrule- not even art style, but yeah, like skin, I guess. Hyrule Warriors to me looks more like, um, not even Skyward Sword. I think it looks more like Ocarina. Like if you were to HDFI Ocarina of Time, where like the trees and the landscapes look more kind of like, or realistic. maybe like Twilight Princess. But not as dark. Yeah, not as dark, exactly. Like, things are a little bit more realistic, whereas this one, it's a little more cel-shaded and, like, comic booky looking. Okay, um, I can Or, like, drawn-looking, I guess, shaded and all that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's, I think it's going to be really cool. I think they've, they found that they, they're on to something with Zelda uh, Warriors games. I think people really like those. Um, so I'm not mad at that. They're very um, fun, and they have many, 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 many hours of content for you to get stuck in. Oh my god, so many hours! I don't think I've ever beaten one. <laughs> I don't it's think I've ever it's like two hundred plus. Yeah. It's crazy, and it, they're they're surprisingly deep too. Like with the actual RPG mechanics and the loot and the oh, stats yeah. and the tree skill trees and all that stuff. It's it's pretty dope. It's a lot of like farm for stronger items. Yeah. Do you have this problem? Like my problem with every time I try to go back and play it because it's like one of those combo based games and mm-hmm. you get more combos the longer you play because you unlock them. Mm-hmm. And I come, I try to jump back in and I'm just like, I don't remember any of these combos. So it's kind of like I feel like I have to start from scratch every time to um, try to just remember how to play effectively. I start from scratch primarily for this similar reason, but. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like right now I've been contemplating going back to it because mm-hmm. I saw this game and I don't think I would I don't think I would play through the story again. I think mm-hmm. I would just go back into doing missions and okay. figure it out that way. But it was only I don't I only remember it being like a two button combo. So I don't remember it yeah. being that intense. It wasn't crazy, but it was more like the way they do it in this in the in these games it'll be like xxxy is a combo then it'll be like xxxxy is a combo then yeah. it'll be like xyxyx is a combo then it'll be like yyyx is a, and I'm like I just don't remember all these combinations but I suck at combos anyway I so I probably would have just mashed mash my way through it, through like it I yeah. did the first time cuz I used to love Impa in that game and like yeah. she had this oh, one I still do. yeah she would have certain moves that are like felt really OP but they're like yeah. special inputs for them and I'm just like I wish I could I just need to remember those um, <laughs> and I can do it um but like the main specials that you do from like c- picking up like the power ups on the map yeah. like are pretty simple to get back to so yeah as long um, as you don't forget those you'll be okay word um and this is start trying to get a specific grade on certain maps oh then you gotta be on point yeah yeah for sure um so this game is coming out november 20th and it will support co-op so that might be a fun co-op co-op one um because i never tried the other one co-op either um which seems like it could be fun local co-op too which is a, a lost art these days um and See, then stuff like this is the reason why i can't like get avengers like i get surprised by avengers because it's not in the head you know the head uh schedule of purchasing yeah and then like oh here's like three other games that you definitely gonna want to get before the end of the year yeah it's it's, like, it's a lot of games these days like it, there's there's no reason to ever not have a game that you want to <laughs> play like there's always going to be some game that's probably you want to play it sometime um that's out but very true i think it's a good thing 
Um, and then lastly for the news, I'll just go through this one quickly. Um, we got some details for the next gen Call of Duty game. Um, it's going to be called Cold War, and they did a, the, a whole multiplayer breakdown reveal um, this this past week. And, and they're taking a lot of things from this current uh, this current Modern Warfare game. So um, the the highly customizable weapon loadouts are coming back. Um, the War Zone is being passed to to the new studio, um, so they're going to incorporate incorporate this new the the new weapons and new characters and stuff from this game into warzone um warzone being the battle royale um the free-to-play battle royale um they got some new modes in this game one called vip escort one called combined arms um and a 40 player objective based uh mode which is cool um and then uh not too much else just like pretty much little tweaks in the gameplay like uh they took out the freaking doors on all the map. Thank on all the maps. Thank <laughs> God. Um, the, honestly, the the most exciting point of this game out of anything they revealed in comparison with the 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 game from this year is it seems like they're going back to like the three lane style maps and like I said, they're taking out all the stupid doors, which I hated the maps in this year's game. That was probably like my biggest like. The one thing keeping this game like me from loving this year's game is like a return to form for the franchise, which is the maps were just horrible, like trash. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they do better this year with those. And, and I have hope of that. Um, but yeah, not not really too much else. Um, obviously, it's another Call of Duty game. Um, and this game is going to be a sequel to the original Black Ops, a direct sequel to the original Black Ops um, way back in the mid 2000s i forget when but <clears throat> so yeah i learned something interesting about modern warfare 3 what's that uh, yesterday apparently there were these tournaments mm-hmm. that you could participate in i guess if you purchased something in the game at a certain level or something mm-hmm. and uh you could compete for like outrageous prices or prizes oh really and the guy who was talking about it this was on trash T's podcast again mm-hmm. uh he was like i won like an ipad and he won like this like custom like poker set like call of duty poker set and like all these other things and he was showing the actual screenshot screenshots of the award screen and he was like i he's like he ended up winning like 15 tournaments oh my god and he said all of the prizes came to his house at once and his mom was like convinced he was like some type of drug dealer yeah that's hilarious but um, he was like he the one he was upset about is that he was in a tournament for a Jeep mm-hmm. or it was either. No, there was one where Jeep, but he lost that one. And there was one for like a four wheeler mm-hmm. and he came in third place and he said the top three got the four wheeler. Mm-hmm. And but he came in, he tied for third. And because of like the draw or something, he came in fourth place. Mm-hmm. So like he was like, I was right there. I almost won like a four wheeler. and He was like, I was 16 years old. <laughs> and i was what? like oh my god like that's insane. i didn't like winning prizes like that from this type of game is like crazy to think about to me oh yeah nah for sure especially because i don't i don't think they even do stuff like that anymore like yeah. they obviously have the mlg tournaments or whatever but other than that like they don't really do do that much they do little in-game tournaments for like in-game cosmetics and stuff that's about <laughs> it that's about it um but yeah that's that's all the news really for this week um that we have you want to try out a quiz? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we're doing a weird quiz this week because I just felt that way. Um, 
But this is a quiz called on Crunchyroll called Which Decade of Anime Are You? Do you think you'll get your decade? I have no idea what this means, actually. Me neither. Um, because I feel like I've only watched two decades of anime. Yeah, probably. same. Um, so we will figure it out as I think we you'll go. get the 90s or the 2000s. Uh, okay, this says... Or no, uh, we've watched the 90s, the 10s, and now the 20s. That's true. So we got this about says our quiz. I think we'll. I think we'll probably. From I'll 80s. probably be the nineties. I feel like you might be the nineties also. I think I want the two thousands. Yeah, I was like, you could also be the odds. So that was this my says uh, our quiz will help you figure out your true anime home, ranging from the sixties to the two thousand and tens. Okay. Uh, so, so which decade suits you best? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, this quiz is. This quiz was created in 2019, so that's okay. probably the limit. That makes sense. All right, so we'll take the quiz. Let's do All it. right. So as we normally do a quiz, uh, I'll read the question, and then uh, we'll both say our answers out mm-hmm. loud before proceeding. This so, seems more vague already than normal. <laughs> which? <laughs> well, that's why I like these quizzes because they don't like you can't always guess pinpoint what the answer is going to be from like how you answer the question. Yeah. So, uh, which season's color palette best describes you? Are you a spring, a summer, a fall, or a winter? Yeah, right. No, I'm a snow child. Winter okay. all day. I was gonna say it's so for color palette. That's yeah. what you're going. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say that too because I like blues. Um, and like that makes cool me tones. think of winter. Yeah. I don't like anything um, having to do with the sun and brightness. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you would pick spring because that's like when the most colors are available. Um, I like what drab. type of what type of clothing do you like to wear? Um, um, and the answers we have here: I'm really into classic traditional looks. I don't even know what that means. I like to go for cutting edge fashion. I prefer shopping at thrift stores for retro looks, neat, clean, but neither formal nor overly casual. I like lots of colors and patterns or whatever, whatever I, feel. I feel like. <laughs> what? Honestly, um, I feel like whatever I feel like. I was going to say cutting edge fashion, but sometimes I just don't be caring. Uh, I'm going to say whatever I feel like, too, because none of the other ones really speak to how I dress. Yeah. Uh, my dog is chasing flies behind me. So <laughs> this is... Or a fly, I should say. That's funny. Um, so I'm just hearing her spaz out in the background. It's normal. Uh, okay. Next question. You're going to the movies. What do you want to see? This says a romance, comedic, tragic, doesn't matter, an action-packed movie, a hilarious comedy movie, the latest animated movie, a sci-fi or fantasy movies are my jam. Yeah. Or going old school with classic movie replay. So, I'm going to go sci-fi or fantasy. That's going to be the same for me. I was going to say action-packed, but I'm not really like a like a taken type of person like that. <laughs> I need some supernatural. I used to go to the movie theater to almost see anything, but it's like these days when I'm paying for the ticket. Oh, yeah. you gotta be I'm only going picking. to see the thing that looks amazing and sounds amazing. Exactly. All right. Next question. What makes a good anime, in your opinion? The story? The animation? Oh, you already know my answer. Whether it's faithful to the reference material, the characters, or the voice acting? 
animation uh, over everything oh god story over everything Anim- what no, are you talking just, about just like with a game how gameplay is key anime animation is key mm-hmm. over everything a, a great story with the worst animation i'm not watching it i can't <laughs> but a hard, no story with amazing animation i'm gonna be enthralled wow interesting enthralled didn't did, I, I can't go for animation because i've seen beautiful trash and i hated it what um i love beautiful yeah. trash i can't i can watch <laughs> i can watch some sloppy animation if you're like telling me a crazy story yeah all right what do you think of current anime trends i love seeing how people take popular ideas and tweak them in new ways oh that's a good one i think there are too many shows about the same thing <laughs> isekai um i don't really see many shows about topics i like i like seeing updated versions of shows i grew up with i wish there were Mm, more original anime shows (laughs) i wish there were more original anime shows rather than adaptations the Mm. more anime the better i say oof it's between the first one and the last one for me uh hmm What's the question? The mo oh current anime trends. Okay, that kind of changes it. Current anime trends. Hmm. I don't know. I like adaptations. I feel like there are a lot of good adaptations in anime. So yeah. I don't want to say I, I. But I also wish there were more original anime shows. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say I like how people take popular ideas and tweak them because the first thing that comes to mind for me is my hero and like their twist on superheroes and I. That's basically the reason I love it. Okay. I'm gonna just say the more anime, the better. Yeah, I agree. That was a close <laughs> second. Because it just gives me more options. More options. Yeah, exactly. And the All greatness right. will rise to the top. <laughs> When you think of anime, what pops into your head first? Giant robots. <laughs> aesthetics. Is, aesthetics, what is that? But with all the letters capitalized <laughs> yeah. and spaced out. Uh, retrofuturism. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Okay. <laughs> uh, different worlds. Pirates and ninjas. What? There was a point in my life where... I gotta go Pirates and Ninjas. There's a point in my life where that would have been my answer. Naruto and One Piece are legit. Um, and then cyberpunk uh i feel like retro futurism and cyberpunk are the same thing um, yeah my... or is retro futurism like cowboy bebop that's kind of what that yeah seems like to that me. could be it too because it's be like it really vintage looking but they are in the future like it looks 90s yeah. but they're still in the future type thing yeah, yeah i'm gonna, gonna go say... pirates and ninjas i'm going different worlds <laughs> isekai uh... <laughs> again <laughs> Okay, the next question, were you able to watch anime on TV growing up? Oh, and this easy. says, it had a lot less color, but yes, we didn't call it Tsunami anime. gang. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we didn't call it anime, but yeah, all the time on Saturdays, Tsunami gang. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> like almost every day, question mark. Or dot, 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 you mean people weren't able to watch anime all the time? There's only one right answer here. I don't care. Uh, yeah, There's I feel like that right has answer. to be my answer, too. <laughs> you gotta go to Nami Gang. That's funny. <laughs> You're going out to eat. What menu item do you tend to pick? I'll try anything once. Nothing seems to taste as good as it did when I was a kid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I feel like that's my answer already. <laughs> 
the wait staff already knows what I'm going to order. There's so much to choose from. I don't really have any favorites. I'm the type of person that gets the same thing everywhere I go, so I'm gonna say the wait staff already knows what I'm going to order. That I feel like that would be my answer too. I just don't feel like I frequent anywhere enough uh, that they would know me to know mm, that. Right. But that has happened to me before in my life, so <laughs> I think that's my answer too. Because I, I was like, I hate, like, my friend hates going out to eat with me because it's like, they'll hand us the menus mm-hmm. and I'll just put the menu down. And they're like, I already know what I want. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, look. are you ordering the same thing you always ordered? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Is there a problem with We that? don't like change. <laughs> I was like, they know how to make it right. Like, exactly. I can trust that they make this right. I'd rather, I'd rather take uh, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like the guaranteed thing that I know is going to be good as opposed to risking something that might be good and then being disappointed. Yeah. And then like, you're not, they're not going to comp you for that on your receipt. So the way I try, the way I try new stuff at restaurant is if I, I, I I ask the person next to me if, if I can have some of theirs, that's the way I try new stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Then I get it next time. Exactly. Uh, But all right. If your friends describe you, which of the following words closely match what they'd say? Uh, experimental, risk-taking, adventurous? Nope. Team player, imaginative, energetic? Nope. Reserved, thoughtful, playful? Kind of. Loud, <laughs> friendly, thrill-seeking? Nope. Cold, honest, respectable? Kind of. And popular, kind, and smart? Hmm. This is tough. Hmm. I'm going to go with, uh, which one would you say about me? I'm going to pick that one. I would probably either say the last one or the first one. I would say the last one. If you were saying like, what do you think everyone would say about you? And if you were saying me, I would say the first one. You think I'm risk taking and adventurous? Because I can, like, my default, and for those of you, this might be weirdly your first episode, this is my brother. For, <laughs> for, for when I think about you, like, I automatically, I start with me as a foundation because we're very similar. Yeah. So then I think about all these weird things that I see you do that I'm like, I'd never do that. <laughs> Wait, now I need an example. So from my like perspective, like from me as a basis, like sometimes you are very experimental and risk taking. What have I taken me. a risk in though? Like I don't like think pot- I take risks at all. You like potato salad. That <laughs> what is that's the risk? wild to me. That's wild. <laughs> what is the risk though? <laughs> Am I gonna die from mayo poisoning? <laughs> you also like you also repeatedly <laughs> potato have a, salad surprised me this year when you're like I want to be like I wouldn't get into internet fights and I'm like whoa <laughs> I was oh like, you didn't where know is I this was coming um, from yeah nah I didn't know you were this inflammatory so you know I was a troll you know <laughs> no, I was a troll I it's the I, little no. brother in me every little brother is a troll like that's part I, of but being you a little never brother. but that's that's why we get along is because you don't really troll me you haven't trolled me since you were like nine really yeah. Oh, not to my knowledge. Have you been trolling me by my back? I feel like sometimes I no, not behind your back, but I feel like sometimes I do. Like I don't know. I can't I remember know. a time where I felt legitimately trolled by you. I can't think you, off like, the top of my head. Because I, I troll on the, the podcast all the time, though. Like I feel, but but I feel like you troll on things that are I also agree with. Oh yeah, but I just ignore the fact that I. Agree with <laughs> <you>. <laughs> but I'm like, because I'll be like, true. <laughs> yeah, in the back of your head. <laughs> No, you haven't trolled me since like you used to like 
hang out in my doorway after <laughs> school. <laughs> that just... was like actively trolling me. Um, but yeah, anyway. That's funny. So I don't know what you're going to pick. Uh, I'm going to go with I'm... popular kind smart because I really don't think I take risks. That's my only thing I, on that one. I'm stuck between cold, honest, and respectful, and reserved, thoughtful, and playful. <laughs> I think, yeah, those are two good ones for you. What's the first one? Cold, honest, and respectful? Respectable. Respectable. I don't I don't know if I would give you cold. I don't know if I, I don't think you're respectable. <laughs> but I also don't think I'm that. a team player. I think I'm imaginative and sometimes energetic. This yeah. is hard. Uh, I'm going to go reserved, thoughtful, and playful because I tend to... Yeah, I like that one. Keep my opinions to myself unless, yeah. like, people are poking at me for it. I think that one's um, the most fitting. So, yeah. Sorry, that was a hard one, folks. Yeah, that was. Uh, out of these options, this one's easy, what's though. your favorite anime? All right. Oh, Osamatsu-san. No, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I gotta uh, we have Dragon Ball, Naruto, Lupin the Third, My Hero Academia, Cowboy Bebop, Osamatsu-san. Guess mine, and um, I'm gonna guess yours. Mine's guess easy. yours. Yeah, yours is Naruto. Yours on this list, I would think, is either between Bebop or Dragon Ball. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Damn, you picked mine out hard, and you knew I was stuck on those two. Bebop or Dragon Ball? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I knew it was those two. Oh. I don't know which one though. If I had, okay, so this is how I'm gonna decide this. If I had to be stuck with one anime. Uh, for the rest of my life, and I'm assuming. Do you think this is just Dragon Ball, the original? No, 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 no. no, You think this is the full series? Yeah, or Z. If if we're gonna pick one, I'm gonna say Z because nobody cares about Dragon Ball, the original. Because if we say this is a series, uh, I have to go Dragon Ball because I'm like, if I was only stuck able to watch one, I would probably get a lot out of rewatching Dragon Ball more than Cowboy Bebop. Because okay, so let me ask you this question, Naruto. Or not, not not Naruto. Let's go with My Hero. My Hero has different seasons of My Hero. Yeah. Do we count Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Super as different seasons of Dragon Ball? Or are they different f- series altogether? I feel like they're different series because Dragon Ball Z, you could argue, has like three seasons. Yeah. Like they have, cl- Dragon Ball has like th- clear arcs. Right. Um, But I don't know. I don't know how you want to argue that. We I can, would we argue can pick that one. it's a- we I would argue this my it's the series because My Hero Academia has seasons. Okay, yeah, I think um, you're right. But yeah, I still think I would go Dragon Ball. Okay, because Cowboy Bebop is limp. It's like twenty five 20 episodes. episodes that's it. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I got my answer. I got yours. Yeah. yeah, I got All the right. one I thought I would. Youth before beauty. Go ahead. All right, I got you. Um. So <laughs> the anime decade is the zeros. Um, you're the wow. br- <laughs> yep. I got the one. <laughs> I got the one. I want it. Um, you're the bridge decade, linking the recent past of the '90s to the modern tens. But don't f- don't let that fool anyone. You're a unique and vibrant decade of anime that really rode the wave of glo- globalization. Most huge shows people talk about watching when they grow up, those are yours. You dang right. You're almost as colorful as the '70s and nearly as experimental. But yours is the decade of adaptation. You love trying new things, built on old but make them your own in unique and special ways your friends rely on your breadth of experiences to give sage advice (laughs) or simply to find new things to do i feel like people rely on me for sage advice for sure (laughs) i'd be giving out sage advice but yeah that's mine what's your image by the way naruto 
It's like Kakashi. Okay. It's the picture with Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, and Kakashi like <laughs> Kakashi like rubbing their heads. Like the squad picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one they always show. Exactly. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? Because I did not expect this. Yeah. You are the tens. Whoa. All right. It says you are the tens. While that makes you the baby of the group, you are <laughs> also the leader because the shows made during your decade will guide the next decade to come. Oh my god! Yours is a decade of anime that, while occasionally samey, has some of the most colorful and vibrant animation style stories, characters, and experiences. That's very true. You love to take the new and old and combine them to <laughs> see what can be made, but sometimes you get too hung up on trying to be different than everyone else. <laughs> your friends know that you're unique and you don't need. To to be you don't need you to be different they like you for you so keep on forging ahead until the baton gets past the next decade i like that and though that's valid. my image is demon slayer <laughs> oh man no that's that's awesome and i was like yeah that's awesome that's awesome i thought you were gonna get 90s i'm surprised i know i was shocked i'm surprised it must have been because i chose uh dragon ball yeah um and you chose naruto but uh so one thing I want to mention quickly before we shuffle into some anime possibly is uh, our niece uh, sent me an image of one of her recent purchases uh, and she bought a Zenitsu. It's like, have you ever seen one of those lamps where it's like a black base and then the part that it actually like more glows than it's a light. It's like a piece of plastic. It's kind of how our um the covers on our switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're So about. it's a nightlight. It's one of those nightlights where it's an image that's like etched into acrylic. Mm. Yeah, and it um it's Zenitsu doing the uh His the like dad stance. pose. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> I need this. I need <laughs> I this. Like, I've never needed this more than I needed anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you don't have the Zenitsu um scroll yet oh my god like if trust me if there was i had like a list of items if there was a con this year that i could go to and look that i was like gonna look for Mm -hmm. um and some zenitsu art was for sure on that list Mm -hmm. i feel it but uh let's uh shuffle on over to the anime corner yeah let's do it because i watched some stuff yeah i'm i'm caught up on the stuff that i was watching all right Um, anything specific you want to highlight um i mean we can start wherever you want to start with what got a high school you want to start with um we're probably in different places on fire force um, i mean we can start with got a high school because i honestly don't remember what happened so yeah. you can refresh my memory. we can get there um so it this one i thought was a really good episode so this was the fight between um uh, jen mori and um the dude with the tiger hoodie on his back yes um and i didn't know he was gonna be as cold as he was um but he was boxing for real and i appreciated it um but what do you mean by cold like good like nice like okay um but i I can't remember if their fight was decided i don't think so i think their fight ended on a cliffhanger and is going to continue into no 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 he was laid out who uh the opponent the tiger cub uh jim mori won one did he okay yeah but remember the other guy was laid out and he said uh out loud uh because they showed you flashbacks throughout the episode yeah because now i'm remembering and he said like uh he was saying the grandfather's name and he was like your grandson Gentile. is like stronger than <laughs> yeah you're something. right you're right he was right. like stronger than you thought he was like he's quite like strong that. yeah he's yeah, like you, you raised go. a quite strong grandchild or something like that yeah um and so then it, showed, it was like, like child interaction yeah. he definitely beat him yeah um because i remember he was losing at the beginning he was like this is your first weakness this is your second 
And then Jen's like, uh, first weakness, conquered. Second weakness, yeah, that conquered. Was so, yeah. I was like, God, this <laughs> was is like, so cool. anime. I can't handle yeah, this right now. That was cool. And I forget if, um, I forget if Daiwi fought first. Uh, no. Or if the whole fight did was he? just Jen. I can't remember that part. I don't. I don't think he did. Think no, because so. Jin. I think Jin was using one of. He used no. Daiwi did moves. fight. Daiwi did fight. He did. He, he fought the wrestling chick and beat her first. Oh, I must have missed that part. Yeah, you know the chick that. who's like. Uh, she's basically a, a wrestler. Like, a, yeah, the chick that's there to acquire men. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, her wish. Exactly. <laughs> she just wants a bunch of men to acquire serve her. Men. Um, <laughs> I remember yeah. that very specifically because I was like, "That's so random." It was. Uh, that is weird. Um, but I always think of the uh your chick when when I when I see her. Um, who's the wrestling chick? Oh, With Becky. The, uh, yeah, Becky. I always think of her. I just think um, of wrestling in general. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's an American. She's supposed to be an American wrestler, yeah. um, and she has a lollipop for unexplained reasons. Yeah, um, choking uh, hazard. <laughs> but I thought it was a cool episode. Like, um, they did a little bit more of um, the weird side tangent of like they had the the Majin dude, the the head of the the tournament. He was like holding off some random Knox dude, like who yeah. like summoned God from the sky. I was like, "Here's that sky. sword again." Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't still don't know what's stuff. going on with that. Yeah. Don't really know what's going on there, but I'm sure we'll get answers at some point within the next yeah. few episodes because it's about to be over. Because again, I was like that metaphor I've uh, talked about the a couple weeks ago of like it being fireworks. Yeah. I'm like this still. I was like it's exactly like that because I'm like I can barely recall. Until somebody's like, you remember that one that was shaped like a star? And you're like, yeah, 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 I remember now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's all I really have. The fight animation, like, it very much has, like, it's very much reminiscent of, like, rotoscoping. Mm-hmm. Which, for those of you who may not know what rotoscoping is, I'm assuming you guys are very intelligent. But yeah. rotoscoping is where they would film people doing the motion mm-hmm. um and then they would trace over it yeah uh with the characters to get that same realistic it looks choreographed motion. like yeah. the fights look actually choreographed so cool. it's like they it very much has like that kind of style to it and if that's what they're doing that's pretty cool yeah um i'm actually now you kind of made me curious on what they actually do <laughs> to get it <laughs> I'm not um, sure. It it really looks like that though, because yeah. there was a scene like that in um, Demon Slayer uh, mm-hmm. when uh, they're showing uh, Tanjiro's father doing like the f- weird fire dance thing. Yeah, and it like that's what it re- it looks exactly like that where they had someone doing the dance and they just traced over it. Now when it, so in God of High School when they're fighting and like the dude um, Ipyo when they're like doing these attacks and like the fire comes out of his foot and stuff like that. Do you interpret that as being real fire or is that just like I I have to like okay, so here's the thing. Think I'm thinking it's like JoJo. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think they can see these things. But part of me is like it's like JoJo where normal people can't see the stands. Yeah. But other stand users can. Right. No, so that's what I'm saying though. I don't think I think certain abilities are like when they summon the actual spirits, like uh, a couple episodes ago when the dude summoned the spirit hammer and like hit mm-hmm. um hit Daiwi with it i think that mm-hmm. was one of those where they can actually see it and like when the dude with the scythe fights all the time i think you're mm-hmm. actually like that's actually a manifestation but then it's like when Jin i thought doesn't have the chariot yet so when he does like his blue dragon thing or whatever 
Mm-hmm. I imagine that is just a visualization of the attack as opposed to like actual spirit so dragons you coming think, out. You think the Charyuk powers are visible to everyone, whereas no, the... only the people okay. who can use them and like are strong enough to see them. Okay, so you don't think normal people see anything at all, right? That's okay. Because I'm like, it. when the shark, <laughs> I had this exact thought when the shark like crunched down on the dude's chest and like blood squirts out. I'm like, okay, yeah. are they just showing us that it's doing this much damage, or does the crowd actually see like blood squirt out of this dude? I think the crowd sees the blood, but I don't think the crowd sees the shark. I think only <sighs> the, and I think the shark is real because you can you could see the body floating in the air. <laughs> like because part of me wants to think it. that people can all people can see this shit yeah like that's what i want to believe yeah um and that's why they're so hype about this tournament right i mean i guess um, they could potentially but yeah part of me also really thinks say. that it's all just for us to understand what's happening what's happening yeah because it's know. like when Daiwi does his like black turtle and all this stuff yeah those to me I would assume were just look like regular punches and stuff well yeah because that comes up almost as like a an backdrop. art yeah. yeah it's more of a back it's not like a moving thing in the animation yeah. it's just like flash for a second right um so just a weird little thing i always think about when they're fighting i agree because i'm like i want I, I i ponder this yeah <laughs> for sure but uh have you tried decadence yet i haven't started yet no that, that'll probably be the next one i started okay i'm getting good at focusing on small numbers of shows at once because i think it's i think it's gonna be uh 12 or 13 episodes um it feels like it's coming to some sort of conclusion possibly um not cliffhanger you don't think it's gonna cliffhang i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be a hard cliffhanger i don't think it's gonna be like main characters in peril i think it might leave itself open okay but it's possible that it also could just end Mm -hmm. um i'm not sure uh, but it, it, it's good it's pretty solid i'd give it if i had to rate it i'd give it a hard seven maybe okay. a seven and a half yeah um if i'm being kind uh but yeah th- i think the most interesting thing probably is fire force this week even though it's the arc that it was on concluded mm. this week yeah my um, episode was a little dry what happened for you um so this is right after they the white clad got away with um the pink haired chick mm-hmm. and then shin was basically just or not shin um dang i'm getting my shows mixed up a main character's name shinra shinra yeah shinra yeah, was so you're close enough yeah i was close <laughs> shinra was basically like um oh sorry super side tangent i gotta say real quick i'm mm-hmm. just i i just found out that troy baker is the voice of baki and also the voice of a whole bunch of other popular anime characters. oh yeah i was like troy baker is the voice of a lot of i did people. not he's like pain from naruto he's like yeah. somebody from bleach like somebody big from bleach like that man works i didn't know he was in all these anime so shout out troy baker for that yeah um but what was i saying oh yeah shin so shinra was basically just upset that he failed in saving the girl or whatever and then that's kind of all substantial that that really happened, to be honest. Like it really wasn't a lot that happened. Cause in that uh, that in that same oh, episode, oh sorry, and and they're oh, they're going on their journey now with um with um Ogun is now a part of the squad or whatever, and they're off to okay. go to some central location or whatever for something. So um, they're fairly behind because I'm like it's yeah, the like arc that you're entering right now is the one that just concluded. Oh, for real in Jeez. the in the sub yeah it might be two or three episodes behind at this point 
because I definitely the dub definitely skipped a week or two. Because like, I want to say this is at least four episodes um, that this arc is, and it really doesn't oh, even wow. feel like an arc. It feels like a setup. Yeah. Um, for something bigger. Hmm. Interesting. So we will see how that plays out. Yeah. I'm still um, enjoying Fire Force overall, though. I still enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's still I'm still I'm still watching it, so. Yeah. I, it's not like it, I'm just ignoring it when it comes on now. I really like the the white clad as villains. I think. Really. Yeah, I just like the way we figure out their different abilities and like the way they all have these like weird personalities and I don't they know. Just, it's just something about them. To me, like, they just feel like a more comp, a more like competent Team Rocket. Yeah, you're like Team Rocket or something. <laughs> <laughs> team. Rocket. Yeah, like somewhere between Team Rocket and the uh, Adexuki. Yeah. Um, I can't say it the way everyone else says Akatsuki. it. Yeah, I say it like Suki. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um Apari Ramen uh got pretty intense. Mm. Um I don't I can't remember if I've if I'm behind one episode or not. Mm. Um but it kind of came like we're still on our race, but this episode was weird because um apparently because we know they're racing across the country, but they're stopping at they have these checkpoints they have to stop at. Mm. Um and so one of the checkpoints they were at, like they were racing a train to a bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like some kind of promotion for the train also. Uh, Cause it's like the train, <clears throat> the guy who owns the train line is of course worried about automobiles becoming more popular because mm-hmm. it'll take away from the, obviously the train service re- revenue. Right. Um, so I guess he contract, the, the owner of the train company contracts this guy to, I guess sabotage the racers from beating the train because here's a, okay. <laughs> so there's like a kind of a premise. Here's where my brain got stuck mm-hmm. as the action is ensuing. I'm just like, how? Cause you look at the bridge and there's like, what looks like uh, <clears throat> maybe on each side, there's enough space for like a walkway, mm-hmm. but not for like a full on car. So my thing is just like they're they've got the train going and the cars are on either side and everyone's racing towards this bridge. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what happened? Because <laughs> the bridge is just on a cliff. So I'm like, so what happens when the car decides that the train is going to make it first? And do are they just going to slam do on their stop? brakes and yeah. hope they don't slide off the cliff? I was going to say, I guess you just got to stop. But it's like, it just did not look like either any. And then I'm like, what if the train is slower and one of the cars make it? The train can't really slam on its brakes. Nah, the train just keeps going. (laughs) It was just like boggling. Because I'm like, okay, and then the bridge gets wrecked because it's not that great of a bridge. (laughs) But anyway, I'm just like, in my brain, I just couldn't rectify this situation. I'm like, why are we playing chicken uh in this race across the country we have so and they're only in like nevada yeah and they're they started in los angeles they're going to new york yeah so i'm like you have a lot more race to go why would you risk your car like this this?" bottleneck yeah so so cut down the competition uh yeah that being said uh there is uh, a villain in this situation in this whole series that is being built up um as like i don't know he's kind of like an outlaw but he's like the scariest outlaw i guess Mm -hmm. and so there's a villain that his that storyline kind of comes to a climax here Mm -hmm. um and i think it's done like really well uh because you kind of have this main line of racers who 
some of them you can kind of tell they're like not the best people Mm -hmm. but they're not like full-on villains right so it's interesting to see how they react in these situations because some of them take like the bad like they'll they're like ultimate goal is like get ahead in the race so it's like i'm not gonna help these people uh i'm just gonna see if i can work this situation to my benefit mm-hmm. whereas some people are like full-on guilted into like helping people every step of the way but they're losing the race because of that uh, uh so it's interesting it's just they keep the action going like it feels like it's one of those shows where it's like you feel like you should be bored mm-hmm. but you don't know why you keep coming back to it right and i think it's ultimately like there's at least one or two like for me there's two characters and it's not even the main character mm-hmm. um it's one of the main characters and a side character that like i'm really interested in them as a character mm-hmm. so i want to see how far they get right um but yeah so i still recommend that that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna um, get to that one too for sure. Soon. I feel if it's not going to 25, I feel like it's gonna end on a hard cliffhanger. Uh, like uh, a because split in half season type. Yeah, because it's like we're pretty deep in, and they're not even like a third of the way across the country. Okay. Um, and it's like you know every single checkpoint or so, there's like two incidents that seem to be occurring. So mm-hmm. it's like you don't. I don't they're definitely not going to finish the race in yeah. uh, 12 episodes. Yeah. I don't think. I could see them splitting something like that up. Yeah, that so I'm like they're too. either it's going to go to probably 25, 26 or it's going to um hang between all of the currently still airing anime, which one would you absolutely recommend? I would um, start next. For for overall, like if there's not a specific interest in mind, I think yeah. I would have to recommend Decadence. Okay. Um, and like That's I said, I'm next. holding off on ReZero because I probably would like to binge that. Yeah, um, I haven't started ReZero at all either. But there's I've a heard, there's like, a couple other ones too that I haven't started. That like I said before that um that seems to be the favorite of this season. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And I'm hesitating on watching Great Pretenders because I just was told that it wasn't that interesting so i may or may not get to that yeah i mean what do you have that you're holding out on um i was just about to look because i'm not actually sure off of the top re-zero obviously is one decadence um glepnir i mean that's done now but i haven't the dub isn't done so that's technically ongoing gotcha um sword art obviously underworld part two um that might be it for the currently airing ones. Um, at least all that I can think of right now off of the top. But yeah. And I'll uh just to sum all of that up, like I'll probably or will probably in the next like two weeks mm. do more <clears throat> of a uh like fall anticipation episode because mm. I don't think we've done that. I have no um, idea what's coming in fall either. Yeah, because I I be, I checked out the live chart last week, the anime live chart, and yeah. it's like we're only about like twenty days out from like a bunch of new shows starting. Right. So uh, probably in a couple of weeks when we get closer to that, we'll highlight some of the things that look interesting to us. Yeah. Um, and see what you guys think about that. For sure. Because uh, there's another season of Golden Commonly coming. I. <laughs> you haven't kept up with that i'm i don't know i think i i finished the was it the first two seasons and i was just like yeah John, <laughs> this john's mid <laughs> this john's mid did you and did yeah. you watch it or no nah? 
No, I never got to it, okay. but I'm like seeing this makes me interested. Like, like yeah. it renews my interest. A lot of I will say though, because yeah, are... I also didn't watch it because I never heard you come back to it. Yeah, so I will say though, there's a lot of shows that I've wa- I've come back later, like when all of the seasons were out, and I've watched through them and been like, okay, the first like Overlord is a prime example. The first two seasons were super mid, but then the third mm-hmm. season was like, oh my god, I can't wait for a fourth season. So, I mean, it's possible that Golden Conway season three could be like, oh, my God, after I watch this, I can't wait for a fourth season. But right. as of now, it's kind of just eh, kind of mid. Interesting. Kind of mid. So, yeah, well, I think we've covered this maybe in bits and pieces because I know we we covered the some of the Inuyasha show when it was. Announced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The so like that'll be demon. in here and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I forgot only, about it's that. only 20 days from airing. Oh, wow. But yeah, so I'll go through this list. I'll pull some things out, and we'll definitely chat about it because there's a lot of stuff on here. Oh yeah, I believe it. But yeah, um, cool, cool. I don't have anything else unless you do. Nah, that's it for me. All right. Well, we want to thank you again for joining us for this week's episode. There was a lot of news and a lot of debate conversation. Uh, Clearly, we both have a lot of energy and aggression about about avatars and who's the best generation of avatars i'm I'm getting i'm ready for that so that's gonna be coming that's something that we got to look forward to i'm ready for that uh but the versus uh, mode of all versus modes (laughs) if there's something that you guys wanted to bring up that we might might have missed out on you can almost always email us or tweet at us you can email us at sibling rivalry clash that's all one word sibling rivalry sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, you can always also tweet at us at sr clash underscore pod mm-hmm. um i've got that tumblr pretty up to date uh so you can find our blog on the tumblr um and i didn't notice but like yeah if you go to our uh blog page on tumblr you can like kind of just search our entire like listings for like topics mm-hmm. um so if there's something that you're looking for specifically and you want to see what episode we talked about it about you can find it that way um and then yeah as always wherever you listen whether it be itunes spotify google play stitcher TuneIn, or Castbox, just please remember to rate us or give us a comment and uh we'll shout you out if that's what you would like if you would prefer to remain anonymous we can also maintain your secrecy uh because we don't we don't play around with stuff like that Word. Uh, so yeah, until then, I will be uh watching something very weird I found on Hulu. Uh, <laughs> it is a mockumentary. It is called The History of Time Travel. Yeah. So I'm very curious to learn about what's going on there. Interesting. What about you? I'm going to probably just be no life in Avengers for the next week. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much going to be my main activity until either WoW expansion or cyberpunk comes out um whichever one's first i can't remember the release dates off the top right now that retro futurism yeah but yeah until then folks we'll see you we will see y'all next week peace